as soon as I open it, roaches. To where when I walk in the house, <laughs> did you scream? Hold. <laughs> Welcome back to Econics Talks, guys. When I pop up, everybody gonna be like, man, overnight success. Lifestyle topics, entrepreneurship, and investing. Are you serious about this? Because if you are, then I'm willing to back the business. We want to inform you, educate you, and empower you so that you can maximize your life. Let's get started. Hey, it's Josh. Thanks so much for listening to Econics Talks. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning, as you know, managing a podcast takes a ton of time when you're independent. If you've enjoyed the show, whether it's just an episode or many and want to support, you can buy me a coffee. This will help cover expenses and make it just a little easier so I can continue to give you guys the best content possible. Click the link in the show notes or description that says support if you'd like to contribute. And again, thank you guys for listening. Now on to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Econics Talks. First things first, I want to give a huge shout out to Shantaria Thomas. She is the owner of Pure Essence Spa here in Tampa. So over the summer, she hosted an event called Walking with a Purpose, where she highlighted women in entrepreneurship. I had the opportunity to interview um, a panelist of four amazing women, and this is that um, this is that discussion. So before we get started, I want to um, just prep you guys. This was a live event. So there is some background noise. Just rock with me for a little bit, but it does get um, better about a minute in. So thank you guys. And on to this episode. Now we're going to transition over to our, our panelist discussion. And ultimately, like we want to talk about women in entrepreneurship. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So we won't be holding you guys too long, but I want to, first of all, have the ladies introduce themselves so we can highlight them in their businesses. So what that means, y'all, is don't be scared to buy nothing. All right? We support we support our women in entrepreneurship because this is important. And so that's why we're here. All right? So I'm going to start on the left. So just introduce us really quick. Introduce yourself and just tell us what your business is about. My name is Taisha Berga. I am starting a tea shop and holistic business. It's something I've always wanted to do. Um, I... She's also um, into mental health and I am. I am actually in school right now for my master's in applied behavior analysis. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It has definitely been a journey for me to be mm-hmm. uh, just very, very grateful for this opportunity. Yeah. My name is Hannah Lynn Wallace. Um, I am a real estate professional. I work in the Pinellas Pasco in Hillsborough County primarily, and I also have a women's networking group where we focus on giving back to our community. Thank you. So hey, I was on the mic, but my name is Dee Lake. I do um, fashion blogging, and I also have um, an event that I do yearly called the Florida Beauty Expo, and it's held in Orlando and then also in Tampa. So if you're not already following, you can just go to Instagram, Florida Beauty Expo, and then you'll be able to see when I do the next one. My name is Shantaria Thomas. I am the owner of Pure Essence Spa. Um, I have been a massage therapist for almost 10 years now. And I just got into the journey of owning my own business. And within being this last year, I've noticed that there's a lack of wellness in the black communities, Hispanic communities. And I just want to bring that to our community. So that's why I'm doing this. 
and like just empowering women in our communities. So my first question, we're going to start with you. We started on that. We a break. All right. So first question is, why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? Um, because I've worked for people for the last 10 years. Pure Essence is something that came out of realizing that I can build myself and also build my family's wealth. So that's my focus and why I actually started this. Thank you. Oh, we're all in. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, for me, when I was in college, um, I decided like the second year that I wanted to do something different, that I wanted to have my own business and I really wasn't sure how to do that. And um, I just went trial and error, trying a bunch of different things. And I landed on events and, of course, fashion blogging. But more than anything, I wanted freedoms. I wanted yeah. to be able to make my own schedule. I wanted to be able to, you know, create wealth and, you know, figure out how to save it and flip it. You know, so, um, and that's something we've talked about. the right way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I really just wanted freedom. And I wanted to be able to, you know, share that idea with other people so they could get freedom, too. Mm -hmm. So it might sound crazy, but I I don't really feel like I chose entrepreneurship. I think it kind of chose me. Um, I'm a terrible employee. I've always been a terrible employee. I was a terrible student if I did not enjoy what I was doing. Um, and so for a long time, it was a battle against like myself and my family because I felt like I could do it my way and they mm. felt like I needed to do it their way. So I tried their way a few times and failed every time because I hated everything I was doing. And I thought I need to figure out what is going to work for me. And I just kind of fell into this journey of entrepreneurship in a, a lot of different areas. But when I bought my house, I fell in love with real estate and I learned the importance of building wealth through real estate, especially in minority communities. And when I started to learn the statistics about homeownership, I just felt like there's somebody has to bridge the gap. And I don't know, you know, how big of a role I can play in that, but I felt like I had to do something. And I just jumped headfirst in real estate and I've been here ever since. Yeah. Um, I chose entrepreneurship really for the same reasons that a lot of these women have. I'm tired of working for other people. I have a lot of dreams and I feel like I'm worthy of realizing them and so I've decided to put my foot out there and do something for myself and stop giving all my energy to, for someone else to make all the money mm -hmm. and I can do it for myself. Yes. Yes. My next question is, is work balance a real thing for women entrepreneurs? No. <laughs> you know, because I mean, just to be real with y'all, one of the things that I've learned about, you know, women who are in entrepreneurship is y'all got families, y'all got kids, and you guys are still expected to maintain those at home. No matter what, kids, they got to eat, you know, bills got to get paid. So that's that's what I want to definitely want to dive into that. So I'll start with you. Um, talk about work-life balance and managing your business. How do you do that? Or do you do it? Um, it has... I will be very honest, time management is not my strongest <laughs> That's um, honesty. That's real. That's I am real. right now working as a be assistant behavior analyst, so I do work in a center setting. I work with children, so it's very difficult. Um, my job itself is very demanding of my time, of my skill set, of my energy. Um, so I've been trying to balance it by taking certain days where I focus on my business, like primarily the weekends, because that's when I have most of my free time, um, while also doing my day job throughout the week. It's not easiest. I definitely I have tons of calendars, all sorts of reminders on my phone. I have a little goal notebook, and I write everything down. I try to break it down as simply as I can, so I can achieve things a lot quicker. That's um, 
Yeah. Thank you. I don't think violence exists. That's just my own personal experiences and my own personal belief. I think that as women, we have a responsibility of wearing so many different hats. And I think the misconception is that the hat comes off. The hat doesn't come off. It's like a layer of hats that you always have to wear. And so what I have learned in my business is that even though I lack balance sometimes because I don't really think it exists, you have to find ways to leverage your time and leveraging your time and your resources or what's going to create that free time in your business, in your family time with your children, your spouse, whatever it may be. Um, and I just think it's really focusing on what are income producing activities? What can you do to make money versus who can you hire to do a job for you that you don't really want to do? And for me, that's where the leverage comes in because at this point in my life and my career, I know that I can make more money doing certain things. So there are certain things that I just don't do and I pay other people to do them. Um, and I think for me, that is the best way for me to create some kind of structure, which is what I like to use rather than balance because the hats never come off. I'm always a mom. I'm always a wife. I'm always a realtor. I have clients that text me or call me at 1.30 in the morning freaking out. And I am a resource for them, and I feel a responsibility to them. So in most cases, I answer. Um, that's just my, my opinion. I don't think it exists. <laughs> so I love so many things that you said. I love how you just, you know, kind of put that in a package. But recently, because um, I don't really have balance, y'all. I'm not even on that. I have a one-year-old. So things are crazy, but... Um, I've been looking at other women entrepreneurs and I've been seeing that when they properly prioritize and they properly set boundaries, they have balance. And I don't, you know, it doesn't exist for me, but looking around at some of the people who are in positions that I want to be in, I realize that sometimes, you know, they say no. Sometimes they shut it down at 9 p.m. You know, I'm not shutting it down at 9 p.m. because I don't have that luxury right now. But if I, you know, decided to adopt that, I may have a little more balance. So for me, I'm working on prioritizing and then setting boundaries so that when I say I'm closed, I'm closed so that I can create time for other things. Right. And I think it's sometimes hard for us as women to set those boundaries. Yeah. I think society has gotten to a point where we are not allowed to set boundaries, mm -hmm. but we're learning that it's okay. Yeah. So for me, I don't, I, I suck with time management. I'm always taking clients seven o'clock in the morning. I'm not even a morning person, but if that's what they want, then that's what I, I do. Um, and I know that some of my relationships lack because of the fact that I don't have that time management, but I think it's very important for us to get to that point where it's okay to say no. Yeah, like, you know, so I don't, but I'm trying to. And I think it's safe to say like, when we start a business, we have to learn that. Like that's one process that we have to go through. That way when we actually reach that point, we can appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah balance takes time to, you don't just wake up balancing it. You don't wake yeah. up and walk. You wake up, you crawl, so it's a, it's a building process. By the way, I never introduced myself. I'm Josh, y'all. <laughs> I run a podcast called Econics Talks. Um, we have over 30,000 downloads, so that's why I'm here. But I just wanted to make sure that y'all do exactly, all right, what's this dude up here in the hearing these girls for? Like, anyway, my next question is, I'm going to start with you, Shane. What, no. <laughs> um, what has been one of the most challenging things you've had to overcome, whether it's mental, financial, as an entrepreneur, what, what's, what's that? Everybody has that story where it's like, I'm going to give up. What's that? 
I think currently it's my health. Mm -hmm. Being able to run a business and still maintain my health, mentally, physically, and emotionally, to understand that there are days that I need to say no and to take the time for me because of what my body may be going through. Um, and as women, we all go through something that we don't talk about. Some of those conversations are taboo in our society, and I feel like we need to get to the point where it's okay to talk about them, towards where while we are being entrepreneurs, it's okay to say, you know what, girl, take that day off because I understand what you're doing. So definitely my health. That's what's up. What about you? For me, it's resiliency. Like in business, y'all lost so much money, it's not even funny. And so like being able to like look at a situation and be like, all right, I'm down. You know, that was a big L, but what's next? Like, what's up? And sometimes it's nobody else that's coming and encouraging you and pouring into you and affirming what you're doing. So you have to be able to be like, all right, you know, what's my why? And anytime you fail or take an L, looking back at that why and using that for like momentum and motivation. So for me, like it's really been resiliency because I've quit a lot of stuff before, but I chose to not be a quitter anymore. And in order for me to do that, I have to be resilient. And, you know, I just feel that's a huge part of business for me. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. I like have so many things just going through my head. I feel like for me, um, the biggest challenge that I had it within my business or kind of in the beginning of my career um, was I suffered from really severe postpartum depression after I had my son and I did not notice that and I knew that something was wrong but it's like when you're such a control freak the way that I am you are great at hiding and burying and not letting anybody see so it's like everything looks perfect and pretty on the outside but it's completely ripped on the inside and so for me I experienced that in a really heavy way and it wasn't until my husband was like, something is wrong and you got to figure it out. And when he did, it allowed me the opportunity to accept and be okay that like something is wrong and you don't always have to be in control. You have to allow things to happen to yourself. And I feel like as women, we always feel the need to be strong because we do wear all those hats and we do carry so much weight. And it's hard to be a woman and society doesn't give us the grace that we deserve. So being in a space where I felt like I could just finally breathe, overcoming that kind of gave me the opportunity to see that I could really overcome anything. And if I have to take time, that I deserve that for myself and I have to do that. And I also have to be thankful for the people that I have around me that support me as an individual, but also support you know, the goals that I have for myself mm -hmm. and the places that I really want to go. And what keeps me going through all of that is my purpose. I feel like, like I love real estate, but I feel like real estate gives me the opportunity to fulfill my purpose and that's giving back. That is giving back to people who have less than I have in whatever way that that looks like. So my my purpose is really what drives me every single day and that's why I wake up. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I agree with actually a lot of what all of you have said. It's very difficult sometimes, I feel like, as a woman to feel like you have so much pressure on you. I feel like society expects a lot more of us. We have to constantly be the caregivers and nurturers for other people. And when we take that moment for ourselves, it's like we're made to feel kind of guilty for doing that. And selfish. Um, yeah, guilty, selfish, like, damn, I should be doing more. I have to do more. Like, oh, it's okay, I'll get to sleep later or whatever it is. I... I'm not a mom, so I don't know exactly how that is balancing that 
uh, specific um, role in life on top of everything else that I do. But as a full-time student, um, I am a full-time caretaker of multiple children, actually, on the spectrum and off the spectrum as well. Uh, so it's definitely a lot of pressure when you want to take that moment for yourself and you're feeling like, oh, I'm going to let someone down or someone's going to be disappointed. Um, so trying to find balance, I guess, in that and reminding myself every day that I'm not selfish for doing things that make me happy. Mm. I'm not selfish if I need to take a day to put myself first and, you know, take care of myself however, like, in whatever form that takes, like, just loving myself for the day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, may y'all give these girls a hand clap. <laughs> I love talking about you know, topics like this. You guys are actually giving really good. Food. I interview people a lot, and I'm telling you now, they do not talk about um, postpartum postpartum depression after pregnancies. That is not a topic I've even covered on the podcast, and I've had some women on my podcast as well. So thank you for covering that because I think that's that's something that a lot of people don't talk about um, for women. And I'm not, I'm, a, I'm a guy. I ain't, I don't have kids, but I think that it's extremely important because people don't understand I me. Mean, you go through a year and. They say, you know, you know, understanding why you're feeling a certain way and it's something medical. Give them, so it's just, y'all be patient with y'all wives and y'all girlfriends out there. Give them, give them a little slap on the butt. Give them some love. Okay. <laughs> give them some of her tea, the spike kind. <laughs> the tea. All right. Um, my next question is for you. Um, where did you find your first few clients? Um, in business or in my, business. um, as an ABA um, professional? In business, yes. Yeah. Okay. I actually, this is my very first time. Y'all give her a hand clap. This is my very first show, my very first like run at the little rodeo, however you want to put that phrase. So, uh, very first time even like dishing out my teas and so. Congratulations. This is a fearful thing to start a business and to put your product out there. You know how many people, even the models that came, you had to put your art, your fashion for other people to see. So anybody who's a creative, anybody who's bold enough to say, I want to start something, I want to do something in my life, and you came out here and you put your teas out here and you allow all of these people to taste them, y'all make sure y'all give her some good feedback, y'all leave okay. reviews, yes, because please. if <laughs> we don't support our own, we cannot get our own businesses out of the All right, next, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, my, like my very first client? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... A lot of people struggle with finding their first yeah, few clients. Yeah, it is. And, and specifically... To real estate, it's really challenging because you're dealing with somebody's like the biggest purchase of right? So being somebody that has never sold a house before and I want to be like, hey, let me sell your house, it's like you really get the side eye. Um, so I was fortunate to have a great relationship with a friend who um, was kind of a mentor to me at the time. And she gave me the referral for my first client and she did the introduction and she was like, here you go, have fun. And the woman, she did not know me, so she did not know that she was my first client, which was a blessing. Um, and I learned so much during that first transaction that it really started to propel uh, my career because I went through so many pitfalls just in that one, that first tiny little transaction. And for anybody that aspires to be in real estate or that's going to watch this or listen to this, my first deal was $94,000. That was, I sold a $94,000 villa. And I have since sold $500,000 houses. So you have to start somewhere. Um, but that was the first client that I got. And then when people saw that I I closed and I sold a house and I did it, it was like they started to believe that I really could do it. And I just started getting random clients from God and social media and referrals. And I have been producing ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. Give her a hand clap. Yeah. So 
And I got my first client in a space similar to this. Like, um, I always tell people, like, whenever you're first starting something, don't be, like, shy about giving it for free. Like, don't be shy about telling people, like, you know, hey, I know you do makeup. Like, I model. Like, let's collab. Let's do something together. Like, be open to sharing what it is that you do with people and allowing them to either be for it or not be for it. But I love little events like this where you can come together with people and it's you don't necessarily have to pay anything or give anything as far as, you know, finances. But you will be able to give your specialty or your service or whatever it is. So, like this. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. My first client was um, my mentor, Mr. Willie and Ms. Gina, and they were the first people outside of the San Pro Resort who actually believed in me and encouraged me to go out and be a massage therapist outside of that. So honestly, I'm so thankful that I even got a chance to meet them because I wouldn't be here today without them. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. My next question is how or what advice would you give to the person who's trying to balance working a full-time job and starting a business at the same time? I love that question. It's a horrible question. It's a horrible question. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> we'll start with hands. <laughs> I, love, I love that question. And I'm going to tell you why. Not because I have this whole balanced feel and I don't have a full-time job. I just do real estate and that's just what it is. Um, but I think that in this social media world that we live in, everybody preaches and screams entrepreneurship. And I feel like we're in a space where everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and entrepreneurship is great. Right. But, but not everybody sees the negative side of that. And there are really hard and negative sides of entrepreneurship. And I think that social media and these personas of influencers and whatever they are, they, guide people into this false perception of what entrepreneurship looks like and they encourage people to leave their jobs and be entrepreneurs and I tell everybody that entrepreneurship is not for everyone and if you have a full-time job use it for what it's using you for because those people are going to fire you and hire somebody else in a day so you need to use them to get the paycheck that you need to propel your business to where it needs to go to save your money so that you can be in a position where like you know what i have six months reserves i can jump out on faith i can live my dream i can build my business and i can be comfortable where i don't feel the stress of entrepreneurship so quickly because it i mean it infuriates me you can tell because i just hate that everybody puts this societal pressure on people to be entrepreneurs and it's not for everyone some people like working and some people like the comfortability of getting that paycheck and some people don't understand the significance of what entrepreneurship is really going to do in your life and you need that that nest you need that savings you need that level of comfortability you need to create a plan and execute instead of just jumping out there because jumping out there is hard and sometimes there's no parachute yeah. that's that's the truth that's I was just going to say plan, 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 and um, don't, like, be afraid to be a student. Like, just be a student all the time. Don't think that you know everything ever because stuff is constantly changing no matter what industry you decide to go into. Just um, put yourself in the mindset where you can learn something. Even if you go somewhere to make money and you don't make money, what can, what can you learn from that situation? You know, who can give you a little tidbit? Who has the wisdom? Like the best thing um, that someone ever told me was that sometimes your resource isn't the CEO. Mm -hmm. 
You know, sometimes your resource may be the janitor. The janitor yeah. know everybody. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So just um, know that you can get resources and wisdom from anywhere. Plan, plan, plan. And um, always know what your end goal is so that you can never get off track when someone comes and shows you something that's, that's glittering in gold. You can look at it and say, that is that in alignment with what my end goal is? And if it is, go for it. But if it's not, know how to say no. And be okay to fail. I think yeah. that would be mine, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Because I think we're so afraid to fail that we don't accept the lesson that's in that failure. Mm -hmm. And in yeah. order to even fail, I mean, in order to even succeed, you have to fail. You have to be able to look back and say, okay, I tried this and this didn't work. So what else can I try that will actually get me to where I need to be? Yeah. That's, yeah. Entrepreneurship is all about making adjustments. If you can make adjustments real quick, you're going to be all right. Make your mistakes and make them fast. Um, my, my next question is, what's the least favorite part of your business? I hate certain things about entrepreneurship. <laughs> I love certain things about it. So it's like, ah, yeah, I can get up it, you know, when I want. Mm -hmm. But the inverse is like, dang, I feel like processing this. Or like when I was running an Airbnb, I hated making them bids. I'm going to be real with y'all. <laughs> I get home after a guest and I'm like, Oh my God, I really got to go make up four bids, do this, do that. That was the part I hated, but like you got to do it. You know, everybody has that thing that they just can't stand. So what's yours? <laughs> is it is it preparing the tea, serving the tea? Some people don't like dealing with people. <laughs> it's a social interaction. There you go. <laughs> and I'm just, um, I mean, I love people. I'm yeah. just... You know, I get nervous. I'm shy. I'm not like a public speaker or anything like that. So whenever I feel like I'm put on the spot, I'm like, oh, damn it. I just <laughs> mm. um, yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> um, I think the, my least favorite thing that I have to deal with through my business is um, some, some of the interactions that I have with other agents or business owners. I mean, I love my clients. I love what I do. Um, I, I, the transactions can be difficult. You never know what you're going to get, but we have to understand in, in my business that there's two parties and we have to work as a team. If we don't work as a team, it's not going to close. And unfortunately, everybody doesn't think that. And we, I have often run into very seasoned and not so friendly agents that have not made transactions, uh, enjoyable. And that is what I do not enjoy at all. <laughs> yep. no, definitely. Definitely. And you have to like just smile and nod because you know that if you don't, I mean, not even that, but like that's somebody's <laughs> livelihood, that's somebody's house, that's somebody's escrow. Like you have to smile and nod and always be the nice guy until it's over. I think I have a love-hate relationship with constructive criticism. Like, I, um, after all of my events, I send out a survey that's like, hey, how did you like it? You know, what do you think could improve? And it's all good and great when people are like, girl, I had a ball. Oh, my goodness, I can't wait till next year. But um, it's a little harder to get the, you know, responses like, I waited 15 minutes to get in. You know, someone sold me a product and it did this to my face. Or, you know, just all of the different things that come with working with 75-plus vendors. You know, so for me... Though I love the feedback so that I can improve for next year, sometimes it's a little hard reading that, you know, after I put so much work into it. So for me, that's the part that I don't really like. You be so honest. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, because people be up here lying. Go ahead. 
Not y'all. I'm just being like the transparency is real because people fake entrepreneurship. Like she says, a lot of people fake mm. it and don't give you guys what really happens. Constructive criticism is real because when you put hours and hours and hours into your product and then somebody just like tosses it to the side, yeah, you take it personal because that's your hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. Anyway, go ahead, Shannon. <laughs> so, I felt you, sis. I felt you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I hate. I'm just give out tips for coming to a massage therapist. It's okay to take a shower. For those who see this, and it's okay to wash your feet before you come to me. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. That's real. I hope that is. This is this is the last question for for you ladies. So, um, I'll start with you. And it is a simple question. What advice would you give anybody out there in this in this room who's deciding to start a business but hasn't jumped yet? Don't be afraid. Don't wait. If you wait for when you're ready, you'll never be ready. And then time will slip you by and it'll just become like a just a distant dream you don't remember anymore. Just don't give up on yourself. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think, you know, find something that you really love. And if you really love it, and that's like a fire that burns inside of you. It's there for a reason. You wouldn't have that if you weren't supposed to have it. So just do what you need to do to jump out, plan, um, and don't give up. Because if it's there, it's supposed to be there. Appreciate it. I would just say start where you are. Like, don't don't think that you got to have it all down pat because you never really will. I mean, I thought I was doing it when I first started and I looked back and I'm like, what in the world was I? Who did that? You know, so yeah, start where you are. I would say to enjoy the journey. Like there's a reason that we're here and you have to enjoy it. Yes, you're entrepreneurs and it's hard, but there are parts of our life that once we cater to and like love on and gravitate towards, it helps us be better. So just love every aspect of who we are that helps us do that. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it, guys. Y'all, give them a hand clap.